Welcome back to the Retro Crap Tag of the Podcast, where each month we continue our search for the best bad movies on the planet Earth. I am your host, Aaron, and I am joined, as always, by Matt. Hi. Hello. Hey, that was a really good intro, Aaron. It was clear and concise. Yes. One might even say crisp. Mm-hmm. Just wait for the outro. Oh, it's no. It's not going to be that. Oh, okay. It cool. never is. Because we'll have been talking already for an yeah. hour or whatever. Yeah. Um. Yeah, how are you? Doing all right. Um, wearing a scarf indoors. Yeah, I may or may have not have forgotten that it was on, but never got warm enough to realize it. Did you turn the furnace off? No, it's on. Okay, I cool. turned it up earlier today. We're gonna hear it probably later. But that's soothing fine. sound of soothing warmth. sound of the furnace. But that's all right. <clears throat> no one seems to mind. Um, yeah. Is, how's your holiday season? Uh, not as, uh, white as I would like it to be, but, uh, I, I'm usually Fair. alone in that. Usually people are like, I hate the snow. Oh, we don't Or get... you, rather, usually people are like, oh, I would love it if it snowed for Christmas, and then it snows, and then they hate it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, but we don't get good snow here. We get a white snow, a Christmas for like three hours, and then it starts and to melt, and then it turns to yeah. rain, and then we it have, freezes. We have a really wet snow. And then everyone crashes their cars, and it's just, it's a nightmare. Yeah. So I also hate the snow. Yeah. I know. Um, in a way. If it's it would just be, if it would just be snow, I'd be fine with it. But it's also ice and slush. And yeah. It's, it's the, it's what follows that I'm not terribly yes. fond of. That's all right, though. I am not what you would uh, call a um, holiday person. Mm. Mm-hmm. I think yeah, every... I'm aware of this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if we discussed this on last year's Christmas episode. I mean, probably, but... Probably, who, but who also our listen to it, brains so. had just been fried. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Um... By the Star Wars holiday special. Oh, but, my gosh. Yeah. Uh, so, I don't know. Other than, than... I guess that's a good question, actually. It's been a year. How are you doing? <laughs> this is our yearly checkup on uh, on how your rehabilitation has been since being uh, um, subjected to the to, Star Wars To the Star Wars holiday Halloween. special. Ooh, I said Halloween. Oh, boy. That would be a good one. Um, Star Wars Halloween special. Yeah, I'd be down. Uh, me too. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I uh, was it really that bad? Oh no! Don't start asking yourself <laughs> that question. That question leads to another yeah. viewing in the future. Tell you what, go back and listen to our podcast, and you can tell yourself exactly how bad it was. Yeah, yeah. you're probably right. Yes, yes, I am. Yeah. It was bad. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm sure it was. I don't I don't remember that much about it to be honest with you. Oh, that's good. Yeah, I remember the circus. That's not good. <laughs> I remember the robot instructional video oh with my the gosh, fuck yes. And I still I still remember the one musical number that's in it. Which one? The B Arthur with B Arthur. Oh, that one. Just the... one more round, the... friends. Yeah. And homeward bound. In the cantina. Friends. Uh, uh, uh. Yeah. Oh, I can't believe I remember that much of that song, but I do. 
Yes, you do. That's terrible. Uh, have you been watching anything? Uh, no, I don't think I've been watching much of anything. I'm trying to think though. It's been a whole month. Yeah, this, this last week I didn't watch anything. But, well, you know, I, I had memory a t- escapes me. I had a thought the other day. Did, did we talk about the Detective Pikachu trailer on the podcast? Yes. Yeah, we did. Okay. Maybe. I think we did. Maybe we didn't. I mean, I didn't bother to find out if if we had, but doesn't matter. Now. Yeah, that's no, fine. It looks kind of bad. Still gonna watch it. Yes. Yeah. 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 It looks it looks really bad to me. Like, see, I don't think it looks as bad as it could. I think it could look a lot worse. Yes, this is true. But, uh, eh, eh, still gonna watch it. Uh, yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah, I haven't been watching any movies really. I guess I started watching some shows I'd never seen. One of them old being Veronica Mars, and one of them oh. new being uh, uh, the Netflix's new uh, reboot of Shira. Oh, how was that? Like weirdly good. Yeah. Yeah. Like okay. I, I kind of watched it just as a lark, not by myself. I was watching with my wife. She wanted to watch it, and I was like, "Yeah, yeah. sure. I'll, I'll, I'll sit here while you watch this." Yeah. And then as I was kind of half watching it, I was like, "Oh, this is kind of interesting." And I mean, I used to watch He Man and She Ra. Yeah. Oh in, yeah. Back in the day. Oh yeah. Um, and remembered, I remembered things here and there. And I guess just because I because of the things I remembered about Shira when I would see them happening in the show in such a more interesting way, like in a much better way, um, I'd be like, Oh, that's a really good idea. It's like, oh, that's a that's a really good improvement on the original until I was just kinda like drawn into it mm. and being like, Oh, I'm actually like becoming invested. And it was just the first episode. And I was already like, Yeah, no, I, I wanna see how this goes down. Oh, sweet. Yeah, it was yeah, I mean, I haven't I haven't watched all of it, so I can't say with certainty this show is good or bad or whatever. But I just I'm I'm super interested in it, and I, I want to keep watching it. I know something you watched for the first time. Oh, I don't think we talked about it last episode. I think it happened in between last episode and this episode. What did I watch for the first time? Die Hard. Yes, that's right. My very first Die Hard. I can't believe I'd never seen it. We didn't talk about this last time. No. No. Okay. All right. This this is our December episode. This is our Christmas episode. You need to tell everyone about Die Hard then. Die Hard is so good. Mm -hmm. I can't even. I can't even. Like I knew. I knew there's lots of pop culture references. I knew about it. And lots is. It's been around for so long. And, you know, lauded as the greatest action movie ever. And for some reason, I thought that I had seen it a long time ago. But then I started watching it again with my wife, who had also never seen it, which yeah. makes it so much more enjoyable. And it started, and I was like, oh, no, I was totally thinking about Lethal Weapon. I've never seen this at all. <laughs> and this is already way better than Lethal Weapon. Oh, oh what? Lethal Weapon's great. It's great, yeah. I love the first Lethal Weapon. I think, I think a part of it is I watched Lethal Weapon, and then almost immediately afterward watched Loaded Weapon. Uh, yeah. uh, and so I can never take Lethal Weapon seriously. <laughs> Because of Emilio Estevez. Oh, yeah, he'll do that. <laughs> uh, it's still great, though. Lethal Weapon is also a Christmas movie that no one talks about. Yeah, 
And everyone's it, everyone's all hung up on Die Hard being the best Christmas movie, but I think Lethal Weapon needs its uh, needs its fair shake. Maybe we should watch that before the year's up. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But yeah, Die Hard, like, and it's it's been said to me like, yeah, it's the best Christmas movie ever. And some people would be like, no, it's not a Christmas movie; it's an action movie, and like like they're not like they're mutually exclusive or something. Um, but yeah, someone who's just watched it for the first time, it's a hundred percent a Christmas movie and mm-hmm. possibly the greatest Christmas movie ever. Yeah. Um, it's right up there with, you know, Muppet Christmas Carol. It's so good. Mm-hmm. Scrooged. Yes. It's a wonderful life. Uh-huh. And Die Hard. All great. Totally Christmas movies. Cause Die Hard is not just an action flick. It is a movie yeah. about family and friendships. And, and love. Christmas. And Christmas. Exactly. Yep. Uh, and it's freaking incredible. It had no business being that good. So I, good. It's so good. And did it's you, kind of hard to describe why it's so good. Did you know that they originally offered the role of John McClane to Frank Sinatra? What? Because the book, Die Hard, is based on a book okay. called something. Um which is a sequel to another book called, called The Detective? Die Not Softly. No. Oh. Although apparently in Hungary, Die Hard is translated as like give up your life expensively or something like that. <laughs> okay. Um anyways, uh It was a movie called The Detective which they t- made into a movie in the 60s starring Frank Sinatra and then there was a thing in his contract where if they were ever going to make a sequel, they had to offer him the role first. Interesting. And so they did. And he was like 76 or whatever when they offered it to him. And he turned right. it turned it down. And then... Can you imagine, though, 76-year-old Frank Sinatra being John McClane? Oh, it would not be good. <laughs> I really like picturing it, though. <laughs> oh, so old. So that yeah, that's good. I'm glad you finally saw Die Hard because yeah. it's. Uh, it, I feel like it's just one that everyone should see. I agree. Yeah. It is. It is. It is a must see. Hundred percent. Yeah. Uh, I have been doing some uh, viewings of things. Do tell. Uh, I have been watching a Norwegian TV show called Home Ground. Home ground. Home ground. It's about a professional soccer team in Norway that gets uh, into the top division. They they've like moved their way up through the ranks, and they so they're a tiny little team, but they end up getting into the top division. And then their coach has like a stroke. Ooh! Like two weeks before the season starts, oh, uh, and they end up. Well, they the the general manager or whatever ends up hiring uh a woman as the head coach who is the head coach of this this uh women's team that's like going to the finals of the women's champions league in europe nope yeah so anyways they they end up hiring this woman and then so obviously you know she's the first woman to ever coach in a top division in europe in soccer and there's this whole you know the you know tension between the players and her because you know she's a woman and 
their men and you know, of supporters don't think that she knows anything about coaching and, yeah. and, and all this kind of stuff. So it's like, it's yeah. really, it's really well done. It's really well acted and really well written. And like, it takes the, uh, like feminist aspects of it, like really seriously and, and, and does it well, not mm. in a way that's like, like not sitcom-y. Yeah. Or not like, like ham fisted. Mm. Where she's like, I'm gonna be tough woman because that's what I have to do to get the job done in a man's world, and I'm gonna, you know, pull up my bootstraps and be more of a man than the men, like, right? Like she does have to have this, like, you know, hard exterior and 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 be be authoritative, right? Be authoritative yeah, and she's and a coach, yeah, be in charge, but. Like it also deals with like her relationship with her daughter and stuff like that, and oh, nice. like it's 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 really good. Um, that sounds sweet. It's really good. Um, uh, do you watch it with subtitles then, or is it yeah. uh, dubbed? Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. It's um, I found it on uh, SBS on demand, which is uh, like Australia's version of the CBC. I think BC SBS like the like the Canadian Broadcasting Corporation. Yeah. Uh, they have a website where you can like stream stuff, but you have to be an Australian resident. So if you get a VPN, then you can just do that. You can just do that. And they had like a bunch of like really good shows and like really good movies, and it's kind of like this weird free Netflix. I can't remember how I found it. It seems random. It does seem random. I, I was trying to watch something it might have been it might have been like an australian movie and i was like trying to find like oh where can i find this and then it was like oh you can watch it on sbs on demand i was like what is this oh door opened yeah so like they've they had like all of atlanta on there at one point which is like the donald glover like hip-hop show that he did and like handmaid's tale which is just sadness oh no sadness the tv show (laughs) Um, but yeah, Homeground is really good. And then I just watched literally yesterday slash finished watching it today, uh, a movie called Happy Death Day. Oh, yes. I told you a little bit about it yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> but it's, it's basically like Groundhog Day, but if it was, uh, like a teen slasher movie where there's like this girl keeps repeating her birthday over and over again every time she gets murdered and she has to like figure out who's trying to kill her and then prevent her murder did he kill himself in groundhog day did he try that so right? many times yeah, yeah, yeah dropped a toaster in the bathtub he like jumped in front of a truck he jumped off a off of a like bell tower he uh kidnapped the groundhog um, him killing himself, uh, well, and then drove it off a cliff. Oh, that's right. Yeah, took the groundhog with him. Yeah. Oh boy. Anyway, this, that movie sounds horrible. But like, oh, em- emotionally, not like it sounds like a bad premise for a movie. Oh, like oh yeah 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, no, I mean it's handled. It it uh, it it it's funnier than I expected it to be. Oh. Huh. Because after a while, she just gets fed up with dying over and over again. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. 
because I think she dies like 16 times or something like that in the movie. So after a while, she's like, I can't believe this keeps fucking happening. How old is she turning? Uh, I don't know. She's in college, so. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but anyways, the reason I watched it, because I've never seen the trailers for it, and thinking, oh, that looks stupid. Like, this looks like murdery Groundhog Day. Like, fuck, why would that be good? But then I saw the trailer for the sequel to this movie, and it looked, like, really funny and really entertaining and, like, kind of, like, crazy go nuts. Like, it, it looks like they kind of um, do, like, a Back to the Future 2 kind of thing. Mm. Where, like, it, it happens to her again. And so they kind of redo the first first movie, but this time there's, like, a twist to it. And, like, I think her friends are also repeating the day with her or something like that. Anyways... So you wanted to see that one. So I wanted to see that one. If you if you have any interest in seeing the first one, I would say don't watch the trailer for the second one because there is a spoiler for the first one. Uh, they straight out tell you who the killer is. Huh. Cause she's kind of like narrating like, oh, my name is so and so, and this happened to me two years ago, and you know, I had to solve my murder, and it turns out it was this person. Womp womp. But now my life is great. And then it goes into like, oh shit, it's repeating itself. Uh... So anyways, really enjoyed it. Did not expect to. I looked it up on Rotten Tomatoes first and it had like a, a 71%. That's not bad. And I was like, that's pretty good for like yeah. for like uh... a, a a teen slasher kind of deal. Like Yeah, pretty deuce. Yeah, yeah. Um so I was like, "Cool, I'll, I'll I'll check it out," and so I did, and I'm probably gonna watch it again. Sweet, yeah. I uh, I really dug it, and that is everything I have seen. I think no, I also saw Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh, how was that? Good, not great. Okay, cool. I'd probably still watch it. Oh yeah. yeah, it's definitely worth watching again. I I yeah. would uh, I would watch it again. Cool, but it's uh, yeah, it's not as not as as amazing as I had hoped it would be, but uh, still, I'd I'd say an enjoyable watch. Sweet. Don't really have a lot to say about it, other than the guy that plays Freddie Mercury is really good. Nice. Yeah, it'd have to be really. Yeah. Anyways, uh, should we get into it? We Anyways, want... <laughs> <laughs> uh, we watched Santa Claus Conquers the Martians. Santa Claus Conquers the Martians. Santa sets up a fantastic automatic toy factory on Mars. The Martian leader battles the wicked Bodar in a desperate effort to save Santa, the wise man of Mars. 900 years old. The Battle of the Toys, when Martian kids and Earth kids join Santa to battle the bad guys of Mars. For real space-age fun, you'll be out of this world when Santa Claus conquers the Martians. So this is a movie that we watch frequently. And by frequently, I mean 
more frequently than every other movie we've talked about on this podcast. Yes. Yeah. We have watched it like four out of the last five Christmases, I want to say. I think so, yeah. Because one Christmas we watched... Well, Okay, so I I found this movie on a DVD in a thrift store. And I was like, holy shit, this looks amazing. We have to watch this. Yeah. So we got all our friends together and we watched it. And it went, holy shit, it was amazing. And so then the next... Christmas, I had found another DVD that also had Santa Claus Conquers the Martians on it, but then it had a movie just called Santa Claus on it. Yes, and I and remember the description. Yeah, was amazing. Well, I remember, yeah, reading the description, and it's like Santa Claus must team up with Merlin the Wizard <laughs> and the Children of the World in order to stop Satan from like corrupting the children and making them do bad things. And I remember, like, looking it up, and, like, Santa, like, lives in, like, a castle in the clouds. And, like, yeah. and, like holy shit, this movie sounds amazing. He has to team up with Merlin to fight the devil. Like, yeah. how could it possibly go wrong? And, and yet, it was the most confusing and, like, culturally insensitive thing. Oh, boy, yeah. It was... Because... He teams up with the children of the world. Yes, the children of the world, air quotes. Yeah, and so, like, all the Japanese kids are wearing kimonos, and all the African kids are, like, in, like, bamboo skirts. Or well, I doubt it was bamboo. Not but bamboo. Yeah. What's, what's the, like... Reed? Reed. Reed, Reed, yeah. And, like, carrying sticks around and, like, hitting the drum, and, like, the Americans are all cowboys. And... Oh, my gosh. <laughs> The Mexicans are all in sombreros and ponchos. Uh But I think we kind of figured out that this was like a Mexican-made film. Yes, there were a number of children that should have been from certain countries, but they really just looked Mexican. Yeah. And like Santa Claus was played by a Mexican actor in in white face. It was a strange strange twist about. Yeah. Uh, Which, like, I mean, that wasn't, you know bad that wasn't the bad part of the movie no that i didn't i didn't find it offensive it was just as but, a as a white man nothing offends me oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> except the french i don't know no if you were american then that would yeah. make sense but the french have been nothing but okay to me there you go i wouldn't say they've been great some of them have been great okay, and some of okay. them have been kind of standoffish yeah, I got elbowed in the, in the face in by, a, by a Frenchman. Mm-hmm. That was more just like we were on the subway. Oh, yeah. Than like a Frenchman the, wanted to elbow me. Yeah, in the, the face. Paris Metro, you just take your life into your own hands. Sometimes you're just going to get elbowed and mugged, probably. Yeah, man. Hold your breath as much as possible. But it might, yeah. Some of them smell like piss. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I meant. I was trying to I was trying to save face with France. <laughs> okay. Mm. Oh. But uh what's what's face in French? Uh the face? I don't know. Your visage? Visage, maybe. Is that a your wife's the French speaker. Yeah, and I'm not my wife. <laughs> yeah, but she doesn't teach you like a word a day? No. Oh. It'd be fun. Yeah, it's like a word-a-day calendar, except it's a person. (laughs) (laughs) 
So anyways, we slogged through Mexican Santa and Merlin. Who Merlin's only in it for like 10 minutes also, by yeah, the way. Yeah, which is a they're total really sell it. They're really solid on he, Merlin. Like, he goes to Merlin for help with like one thing. And yeah. then Merlin like helps him, but like doesn't leave. Like makes him a potion? Place. Yeah. So if anyone wants to invest a lot in a film, I have an idea on how we could make Santa Claus and Merlin fight the devil movie much better. Hit hit me up. Slide into the DMs. If you've got like anywhere from like ten to the ten thousand to like I don't know, a million dollars. I think that's a, a reasonable very reasonable. Yeah. Anywhere in there I think we can do it. And obviously the higher the number the better the movie will be. But uh but it doesn't need to be that good. <laughs> it doesn't need to be that good because it'll still be better than this. So, anyways, then the next three years in a row, we just decided, you go, know, go fuck back it. to that old yeah. classic. Just let's stick with the gold standard. Santa Claus conquers the Martians. It really needs, like, it needs to be seen. Yeah, I, I think like, we're gonna talk about it and talk about. Why we like it, cats out of the bag. We like this movie. Yeah, we're, but we're, we're not. We'll we're not, not bearing the lead. Really. We, won't, we won't be able to do it justice. No, it really does. It is. It is a spectacle to behold. Yeah, it 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 begs the question: Why? A lot of the time. Oh, certainly. Why was this made? Why did someone think this would be a good idea? <laughs> Who put up the money for it? Well, that was a that was a cool question. Yeah, when they were shooting it, why didn't they stop? <laughs> <laughs> or, or why didn't they ever say, "Let's do one more take"? <laughs> yeah. Well, I I put forward the theory this year uh, that we were when we were watching it that <laughs> they only had like just enough film to get away with doing one take of each scene, and like they had to just get through it like i think like they probably made the whole movie in like a weekend like it was one of those roger corman deals where like he would rent the equipment for the week shoot the movie and then realize oh it's friday we can't take it back to the rental house we still have the equipment until sunday let's shoot another movie on the weekend and you'd shoot an entire feature film in two days on the weekend oh boy yeah, this is a thing that Roger Corman had done more than once. Were any of those movies any good? I mean, not traditionally good, no. All right, yeah, cool. Uh, but, you know, it's it's the kind of, you know, it's a movie where it's like, oh, what, what, do we, what do we got? We got some motorbikes and we got a a bear costume. <laughs> and like, <laughs> all right, let's put the bear on a motorbike <laughs> and just kind of see. We could chase some teenagers around a mall. I <laughs> mean this empty mall we can use like you know kind of stuff like that motor bear like someone write a script in air quotes <laughs> it's like scene one teenagers arrive at mall scene two bear arrives at mall <laughs> scene three through 18 bear chases teenagers around mall on motorbike yeah and then you work in like you know a couple of nude scenes and you got a roger corman movie bingo yeah yeah, yeah. That's I don't know if that's a real movie, by the way, but I just but it should be. Yeah, 
bear bear on a motorbike. Motorbike. Oh, I got gold. Someone invest. Okay. (laughs) So, it starts out with a visit to Santa's workshop. That's on the news. Yep, it it very clearly establishes that that Santa Claus is real. Yeah. Here he is as as a physical human being. Yeah. Well, sort of. On TV. They use the new TV news as like a framing device more than once. Yep. To basically, you kind of, you know, you get the layout of the workshop and, and then it cuts to the guys, the guy who's interviewing him is like, oh, what's this? And it's like, oh, that's just something that. Uh, one of the elves made up it's like his idea of what a Martian might look like they're like ho 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 Martian how ridiculous and then they pan back and there's like two Martian kids watching it and it looks exactly like them like the doll yeah Yeah. for whatever reason that one little elf knows exactly what Martian he just got it right like that's unexplained completely yeah but he, I, he, he was he's, bang on. he's just like the guy in the good place that figured out how, like, like what happens after you die. Oh when yeah, he, when he got really high. That one dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And they like have a picture of him on the wall. Is he? That's like the elf where he's just like, I think this might be what Martians look like, and he just like nailed fucking it. Fucking nails it. Um. So the problem on Mars is the kids are watching too many Earth programs. Yes, Earth programs. And they don't want to go to sleep? Well. Or they're not happy. It's it's a larger Mars, Martian societal issue. Okay. um, Which I can get into if you'd like. Please, please. So, Mars, as as an advanced society... Mm is kind of like up on like biotech kind of because a little bit like basically since birth sometime in in infancy um and then throughout the rest of their life martians are outfitted with computer hats yes uh that download um knowledge right into their brains mhm mhm Kind of uh, you know, matrixy, I guess. If they wanted to learn something, they could just plug their oh, yeah. computer hat into it, right? It is a precursor to the Matrix in many ways. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Just another thing. Maybe the Matrix is actually on Mars, and this is a prequel. <laughs> uh, undoubtedly. Undoubtedly. Yes. Wow. We just blew this one wide open. Yeah. Anyway, because of this... Um, a great influx of information uh, right at infancy. They don't really have a childhood. Right. And so when they're watching the news, seeing all the, like, the joy and wonder that is brought to children by someone like Santa Claus, they're like, what's joy? What's a present? I don't know what happiness is. I would like to feel happiness. Hmm. So they're like glued to the television because they want to know what being a happy little kid is. The joy of Santa Claus. They want the joy of Santa Claus. That's all they want. Right. Yes. Yes. Which when you think about it, it's like really fucking depressing. But because the acting is just so horrible, it does not come across at yeah, all. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> um, so 
Yeah, what, what, the leader of Mars, whose name is Dormar. I wonder if I wrote it down. Nope. D- Delmar. I wrote down one word, one name, which was Torg. That's the that's the <laughs> robot. We'll get to, right, we'll get to Torg, Torg later. <laughs> right. So, anyways, uh, um, they all had names like Domar, Kimar. Well, maybe it's Kimar. Let's go with Kimar. Why not? Okay. Well, I was gonna make a Taco Delmar joke. <laughs> if that's if that's still on the table, I'd like to take that option. Uh, it must not be Delmar because otherwise we would have made that joke while we were watching the movie. Yeah, you're probably right. Kimar. I think it's Kimar. Children. Okay, so Taco, Taco Delmar and Pumar. <laughs> so Taco Kimar. Yep. Is. <laughs> There you go. I had my cake and I ate it too. Beautiful. Uh, is the <laughs> leader of Mars and his children, he has to put them like to sleep using the sleep rays on a... It's more like a sleep shower. Yeah. They get a shower. like a sprinkling them, of... A sprinkling of sleep. Yeah. Yeah. But they it's just... very advanced. It's, they're just lying on a table. Yeah. And then he sprays them with the shower of sleep and then mm-hmm. they go to sleep. Uh, and then him and uh, Gomar, sure, why not? Uh, decide they're gonna go see their little wizard friend that lives in the forest. Did you write down his name? Uh, no, sure didn't. Uh, but I would like to point out uh one thing about Martian culture that we yeah oh yeah that yeah. should be mentioned, mm-hmm. and that's that um. Um, they at one point throughout their evolution decided that the things like like doorknobs or door handles <laughs> were just were just outright idiotic. Yes, yeah. And so uh, their doors react to to a, a very reasonable command, um, which is pointing at them as aggressively as possible. Just, yeah, like the most aggressive point you can... Yeah, I think... It's a PowerPoint, really, is what it is. PowerPoint. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> PowerPoint. You point at that door and it fucking opens because think... it knows what will happen if it doesn't. <laughs> I think when I think when Kimar first opens the door to even one of his arms was like akimbo. Yeah. And he had it on his hip and it was like, point! To his children's <laughs> door, and the door was like, "Oh fuck!" and it opened. Yeah, yeah, it was wonderful. Yeah, no, the 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 doors on Mars, they really know, they know their place. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so, uh, I think I think the guy's name was Gomar or Gelmar. We call him Mars Cop because yes. he has a big old cop mustache. Um, but it's I don't think it's a real mustache. Oh, it's definitely fake yeah when you look at it right on just because you know it's a crappy yeah. video it's like yeah. you can't really tell but when you see it from the side when you see it from the side it, and how yeah. much of its face of his face it's not touching mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah that's a good point uh, yeah. oh we should also mention that like all the martians have like green makeup on but like not a lot like <laughs> yeah like they didn't have a lot to go around so they just kind of like smeared a little bit it, around it's like they they put all the costume on and yeah. then did the like face and hand paint, but we're like really afraid of getting any of it on the costume. Yeah, so it 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 looks like they dabbed it on with like a cotton ball. Yeah, and then like once that 
cotton ball stopped applying makeup they just threw it out and they're like all right good <laughs> <laughs> one cotton ball per person yeah we only have enough cotton balls for each individual well, and person. like the makeup changes drastically from scene to scene so it's like it's possible that like some days they just kind of ran out of makeup it must not have been in a weekend then. They must have really taken their time. <laughs> I guess. Or, you know, they sweat it off. Yeah, it's probably that. <laughs> no, it's definitely a weekend. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so they go see uh, this guy who lives in a cave in the forest. Yeah, I think it's important to know, too, that Kimar wasn't really going to do anything oh, yeah, that's about right. his kids. They're like, I told them not to watch those Earth programs. They're getting yeah. dumb ideas in their heads. And then his wife... Momar. Momar, yes, yes. Lady Momo was like, hey, like, there's an issue with the kids. You're the leader of this entire planet. How about you go do something about it? Um, Yeah, it and was he, her idea. He was like, oh, fine. <laughs> Basically. I'll like, go talk to the cave wizard. Yeah. So they go talk to the cave wizard. In, um, in the cave, in the forest of butts. <laughs> yeah. There's some trees. Kind of look like butts. And then like... Also, which also... I know doesn't make sense <laughs> when you say not. it. But trust us, watch it. it it's... <laughs> oh, they look like butts. Anyways. He just appears in a puff of smoke and he's like... Uh... So old. What month is it? And they're like, it's September. Oh, which is something I, I, I hate. I, I hate it, it so much. <laughs> like, why, why would Martian culture not have its own fucking months instead of just mashing two Earth months together? I love it because it reminds me of a Simpsons joke, the Treehouse of Horror, <laughs> um, where Willie is uh, uh, Freddy Krueger. And uh, oh, yeah, 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 that sounds familiar. It, they're like, uh, they're going to the school for parent teacher meetings, and um, there's a like calendar on the wall, and Homer's like, ugh, lousy smarch weather, <laughs> and it's like freezing outside. And then there's a sign that says, don't touch dash Willie. And Homer's like, don't touch Willie, good advice, and cranks up the thermostat, and then that explodes, right? And kills, yeah. kills groundskeeper Willie, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, that's a really good trio support, by the way. Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah, agreed. One of the best. I think it's in season seven. Check that one out. Anyways, uh, so he's like, on Earth it is December. Which he knows because it's September on Mars. Because it's September on Mars. Well, obviously everyone knows that. I just wanted to throw it out there. Yeah. Okay. All right. Maybe some people aren't up on their, on their Martian calendars, but, uh, so anyways, He's like, man, it's December, and they're having Christmas, and you gotta go, you gotta get Santa and bring the bring Santa back to Mars. I don't know if he actually says that, but oh no, that's like pretty much exactly what he says, <laughs> from what I remember. Did he he tells them to go get Santa? Um, doesn't he? Maybe. Basically, oh, I, I think what I, he says is that Mars needs a Santa. Mars needs a Santa to, to cheer up the children, right. and Kimar is like. Cool, there's one on Earth. Yeah, let's, let's go get go him. Get him. We're going to go kidnap Taco Bomar. Taco Gomar, come with me. We're going to kidnap Santa and maybe get a burrito bowl if yeah. there's time. And it's in it's in this scene that Mara's cop really establishes himself as like um like um 
against Taco Kimar. Yeah. Like he he is the uh, the opposing force. He's against his authority. Um I actually have a, a quote of his that oh, I read that I quote. wrote down. Read the, read the quote. Um just before um crazy old uh wizard appears um Mariscop is talking about how why are we out here? Why are we talking to some old crackpot about, you know, our issues why don't we go solve them ourselves this doesn't make any sense and and one of the other dudes i don't think it was kimar but one of the other dudes tells him you can't ignore the ancient wisdom to which Mariscop responds i can <laughs> yeah so indignantly i, love I it. can <laughs> yeah yeah well he's he's got so many so many good good uh, lines like that. Like to jump ahead a, for a second. Yes, please go ahead. There's uh, so basically they go to Earth, they uh, find some children, and they're like, "Children, we need your Santa." And uh, they're like, "Well, Santa lives at the North Pole." They're like, "Great, come with us." And then they go to the North Pole and they get Santa, and they're on the spaceship. And uh, uh, Mars Cop does not like the children Mm-mm. or Santa. And he tries to push them or like to blast them out of the airlock. And he's like, oh, let me show you the airlock, blah, blah, blah. If you ever go, you know, if you were in here and this door opened, you'd get sucked into space. Anyways, bye. And he like closes the door <laughs> and then he goes to the control room. He's going to like open the the door to blast them out into space. Um, and then for whatever reason, there's an air vent in the airlock. <laughs> yeah. Uh, to pump air back in. I guess. I guess so. Was, was, was sure, but, sure. But why it's a big tube that leads into the room, I don't know. Well, because they needed something chimney-like that Santa could, you know, sneak up because he's yeah. he, he can do that, right? Yeah. And they're like, there's no way you could have made it through that tube. He's like, ho, ho, I'm Santa Claus, boy, suck it. <laughs> Mug drop. <laughs> Candy cane drop. Um, so anyways, uh, Keymar comes running and he's like, what's the alarm? Is there someone in the airlock? And, <laughs> and Marskov goes... Not anymore, because he what he thinks that like blast them onto space. So he's he's got yeah. a couple. There's one more that I can't remember off the top of my head. Yeah, this the delivery that Morris yeah. Cop gives to mm-hmm. his lines is is wonderful. It really is. Yeah. Accentuated by the mustache. So yeah. So basically, the the Martians go to Earth, um, and then there's a news report of like there's a mysterious spacecraft. That's shown up, and it's probably the Russians. So here's ten minutes of stock footage of the Air Force. <laughs> yep, just prepping, prepping the and Air it's Force. Just planes taking off, and like pilots getting into planes, and just so much stock footage. Yeah, really pad that runtime. Oh yeah, because it's not that long. Ooh. It's like maybe an hour and ten minutes. Thank like, goodness. Yeah, yeah. It's like just the perfect length for it to be enjoyable and hilarious, but not overstay its welcome. Yeah, yeah. Because the other one definitely overstays oh, its welcome. Oh my yeah. gosh. Yeah. The Santa Claus movie. Yeah, no. Headache inducing. Yeah. Nine, oh, yeah. Nine out of ten viewers had headaches. It's 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 like the Star Wars Christmas special where you're watching it and you're just like, what? Why? <laughs> what? You want to give up on your own? Life. No. And yeah, and we had a rule where it's like you can't you can't turn the movie off if it's bad. You have to slog through it. Persevere. Yeah, like if we. If it's a dumb rule. <laughs> it is. It's a. It is a dumb rule. I think. Okay. You know what? We'll get one. One every year. Mm. If it's so bad, we can turn it off and watch something else. One a year. Okay. But that's the entire group has to agree. It's 
our New Year's resolution? Yeah. Yeah. The entire group has to agree. Has to be unanimous. All right. And after that, we're... Because uh... I don't preview these movies usually. Oh, I know. I know. Yeah. And that's yeah. good. Yeah. We should fill in context for what we're talking about. We have a group of friends that we watch bad movies with, which is kind of the precursor to us doing this podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, we call it Culture Night. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, it basically... Uh, it. It used to be a lot more of a show, but I think we're kind of a lot poorer now. <laughs> yeah, it used to be. Oh, it's culture night, so yeah. we'll like get wine, get some nice wine, maybe have a a, a charcuterie board if we yeah, can. Yeah, yeah. I would uh, like if someone would bring dessert, right? We'd have mm-hmm. like a fancy dessert yeah. plated. I I once did the dessert. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh yeah, you did like a, a a dingle puff and like a yeah. I I once did... wagon wheels. Yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. As like as yeah because it's it's culture night but we're actually watching like shit movies, so I like made a really nice display of like these great plates with like a chocolate drizzle, but it was actually like fucking wagon wheels. It was, like wagon <laughs> wheels with like some chocolate syrup and like a one little like tuft of whipped cream yeah. next to it, yeah. and like an orange slice or something like. That. Oh, it was, it was good. It was, it funny. was good. I like it. But anyways, I'm in favor of that rule though. We can we can call it once. I'm on board. If it's like so horrible. But then, you know, the next one, if the next one's even worse, well, too bad. We're sitting through it. All right. Um, I mean, I'm not going to... People can leave if they want. I'm not going <laughs> to force them to... <laughs> Lock all the doors and windows. Um, and if everyone left, I'd probably turn it off because I'm not just going to... Sit there alone sit there watching, alone a, shit and watch a shit movie. Yeah. Legit. Um, but we digress. So they show up on Earth. Uh, and they see a bunch of Santas. Like, oh, we can get just get any of these. Yeah, there's Santas all over the street. Yeah. So then they land in the forest where there's just two kids. They don't just go down and get one off the street. They land in the forest. There's two kids hanging out there. Yeah. Why did they do that again? A brother and a sister. And the brother's like, "Shut up, sister. I'm trying to sleep." Even though they're in the woods. <laughs> Even though they're in the woods. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, the, there's Martians there. What were their names again? They were something like ridiculously samey that. I hate it. It's like Timmy and Sally or something stupid like that. I think that. it even started... I think it was even closer than that. Like Timmy and Tina. Jimmy and... Billy, Billy. and Betty. Billy think, and Betty. I think that's yeah, what it was. I think you're right. Like Billy and Betty. If you have a, uh, if you have two children, don't do that. Well, I that's, mean, technically you named them William and Elizabeth. Did you, though? <laughs> <laughs> Betty's short for Elizabeth, right? That's not... What else? I don't know. No one's just named Betty. Like no one's like this is my newborn daughter Betty. <laughs> no one's handing you a baby named Betty. No, I've I've never I don't think I've ever heard Betty in in real life. Just in yeah a few movies and Archie comics. Yeah, I think it, it must be Elizabeth. Like, but also like, why is William Bill Billy? I I blame the British. Probably. It's probably the Brits' fault. Yeah. Wonderful place. Never been. Hate the airport. Um, <laughs> so the Martians... So the Martians are like, take it. we're going to here to take one of your Santa Clauses. And then they're like, you know, the one Santa Claus and either the North Pole. They're like, come with us, kids. And then they fly to the North Pole. So it is also important to note that they didn't just kidnap the kids, but like they went to go get information by talking to the kids. Yeah. And then decided, oh, but the kids have seen us, so yeah, yeah. now they're coming with us forever. Yeah. Um, yeah. But Marscop 
definitely wanted to kill them right then and there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He just wanted to off them. Oh, yeah. But Kimo's definitely. like, no, what is taking? No, what is taking with us? Um, so then they're flying to the North Pole. Uh-huh. But they realize that their radar thingy, radar jammer isn't working. But apparently it hasn't been working this whole time. I don't well, know. no, it... Like... You know, after all the Air Force mobilized stock footage, they were like, yeah. oh, we'll put up our radar jammer from our radar box, which right. in the cockpit is clearly labeled radar box. Radar box. And it's a box, uh-huh. like a wooden box, like a newspaper box that kids who have a paper route go pick up their newspapers at. Like one of those. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, that, they, that they glued some shit onto and like, Use, yeah, put, and some like wires put a inside. light socket on it. So they could have a light bulb on it. That's terrible. Yeah, it's great. Um, but uh, no, what happened is that the kids actually sabotaged it while they were in uh, while they were in flight. Oh right. Okay. So then, while they were in flight to Earth, they discovered that sleeping slash hiding in the radar box was Droppo. That was his name. Yeah. Yes. Who is like... Kimar's um, handicapped butler? I was going to say, he's like the simple Jack of Mars. The simple Jack. That's a good way of putting it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Not quite as... Yeah, no, about that. Yeah. Like, if I found out that Ben Stiller had based part of his simple Jack performance on Droppo, Droppo I'd be like, oh, that makes sense. That makes sense. Okay, good draw. Okay, okay, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Because, um, yeah, he he's. He, they never say that he is mentally challenged, no, or slow, no, or anything like that. He's uh-uh. just kind of like, you know, uh, he's kind of bumbling, Very and bumbling. and kind of goofy, Very kind of silly, uh-huh. but the implication is that he is simple uh yeah 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 um that that that's what's very heavily implied by the performance he had gone to prep the airship yeah and then realized he had never been on an airship before so he hid in the radar box (laughs) (laughs) yeah so anyways they land at the North Pole, and they all go looking for Santa. And that's when uh, and they're like, let's leave the two children and Droppo alone on the ship, because nothing could go wrong if we do that. I think? And then, like, Droppo just took him to the cockpit? Yeah, and he's, like, showing them around, and then they're like, then they pull, yeah, that's when he's like, oh, yeah, this is the radar box. It opens up, see? And they're like, oh, yeah, and then that's when they, like, Someone was coming up the elevator. Yeah, so they hide in there. And so, he, yeah, Drop was like, oh, I shouldn't have brought you up here. Hide. And they get yeah. in the radar box. They also, and then they also pull some wires loose yeah. from the radar sabotage. Billy's like, well, fuck these Martians. Yeah. Direct quote. Yeah. Uh, and, but then they leave also. They get off the ship at one point. They're like, we're going to walk home. Fucking dumb kids, man. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're going home. We don't... Well, no, I think they wanted to go find Santa. Oh, maybe that was it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, we gotta go find Santa. Oh, yeah, we gotta stop them from kidnapping Santa. Yeah. And, um... So, yeah, they get off in the North Pole, like, with, yeah. with like, He's got, like, a, a, a light a light <laughs> jacket. 
It's it's they like would have died right yeah, away. <laughs> it's like an April fourteenth jacket. Yeah, <laughs> or whatever. Real dumb. Or whatever the quote is from Miss Congeniality. I couldn't tell you exactly. It's like what? what describe your ideal date. I'm like I'd have to say April fourteenth. It's not too hot. It's not too cold. All you need is a light jacket. <laughs> yeah. So good. Um, I don't know if it's the fourteenth. Don't at me. Actually, no, no, do at me. I don't know. Yeah, do it. Send me the send me the link because I I won't look it up. We never do. We never do. We never no. do look it up. Um, we need help from you, listener. Yeah. Yes. Um. So, anyways, they go wandering through the snow in the middle of the North Pole, yep. and they end up getting attacked by a polar bear. Which is the greatest scene ever put on film. It is. And amazing. by greatest scene, I mean it's not that good, but it does have an amazing polar bear costume. It's exceptional. There's like okay, let me let's break down the hierarchy of movie costumes. Okay, let's do it. Good movie, like creature costumes. You got your Chewbacca. Incredible, yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Um you got your, uh, well, E.T., there were parts where they, where they had people using hands and stuff. Well, not really, though. Okay, mm. E.T. doesn't count. Chewbacca is tops, definitely. Mm-hmm. Uh, what other, what other, um, man in suit kind of costumes are, like, tip-top? Like, what are we, like, um, oop. Oh, dear. Oh, my. You got, do you got any, got any that are coming to mind? I mean, my mind's just kind of stuck on Star Wars now. <laughs> okay. I mean, there's a bunch in Star Wars. Yeah, for sure. Um, man in suit. Man in suit. Well, you mean you could do like your, you know, you got your RoboCop. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a suit of some. That's definitely below Chewbacca. Yes. Because it's dumb looking, but it works. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, oh, uh, Planet of the Apes. Oh, I'd yeah, say yeah, 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 I'd yeah, say yeah. is like kind of kind of on the same level as RoboCop. It's like not as good as Chewbacca because it has to deal more I think with like the uncanny valley kind of aspect of it cuz it's supposed to look a little bit more human yeah. cuz you know Chewbacca's a big space dog and they're like you know apes. Apes. They're supposed to, you know, yeah. they're, they're yeah. More simian. And then below that, we've got, you know, Alf. Alf. Um, and then way below Alf is like Japanese TV show. Like Power Rangers. Power Rangers, Super Sentai, Monster of the Week. Yes. And then like 100,000 feet below that. Gelpu. <laughs> Well, okay, so hold on. So this is Japanese, and then there's like all those stupid Roger Corman monsters, uh, the creature from the Black Lagoon, that kind of crap. And then, actually, creature from the Black Lagoon is not that. Oh, whatever. Um, and then, sorry, it goes creature from the Black Lagoon, then Japanese TV show, then all of the Roger Corman, like Night of the Blood Beast crap. And then there's the polar bear costume below the barrel not the bottom 
It's below the barrel. You have to, it's you not, have to it's move not, the barrel. It's not in the it. barrel. <laughs> they put it on the ground underneath the barrel so that the barrel wouldn't scratch the floor. <laughs> That's what they were using the polar bear costume in this movie for. It is a giant paper mache head. Yep. And then like comically large, a onesie with some cotton balls like glued to it or something to make it kind of look fluffy. Like they put cotton balls on it and then combed them. That's why they didn't have enough cotton balls for the makeup. Yeah. Someone had them all glued to his body. Yeah. And then they're like, all right, all right, Frank, you're a bear. You're a bear, Frank. Climb, climb over the snow. And Frank can't see shit because he's got this giant paper mache head on. So he's like, oh, yeah. fucking crawling over the snow, like kind of really like awkwardly. half like falling into it. And like obviously just someone on their all fours. It's so bad. And like it's like flopping around. And like yeah. you can tell that it's just like big pajamas. And then he gets. He's on. He's in like three shots. Yep. So at least they but had at least they had enough foresight to be like this looks terrible. Let's try not to show it because the kids go hide in an ice cave and the bear's like I'm gonna get you in the ice cave. No, I'm fine, and he just yeah. he just leaves. But it is if you watch nothing else from this movie, watch the polar I say watch the polar bear scene. It's so good. It looks so funny. Is that is that fair? Is that like if you had if you have to see one scene from this movie, it's, it's the, the polar, it's bear, the polar scene. bear scene, right? hands down. Absolutely. Next up might be Torg, which happens immediately afterward. Yeah. So if you're watching the polar bear scene, just keep watching a little bit. I'm pretty sure this movie's on YouTube for free. Probably. Um, and if not, like someone upload it. It's clearly not. No one cares. <laughs> <laughs> um, Torg is like your classic bad science fiction robot yeah it's a cardboard box on uh you know body with like a bucket for a head mm-hmm. two huge eyes a square mouth dryer hose for arms and legs i think and legs yeah. probably like kleenex box shoes right <laughs> yeah like it's so bad it is so bad so bad but perfect I would change nothing about it. Yeah. And he busts into Santa's workshop and the elves are like, oh, look, it's a, that's the biggest toy I've ever seen. And so he like bear hugs one of them or two of them. Uh, it might be two of them. Yeah. I seem to recall him just picking up two elves. Yeah. And like swinging them around. And then the Martians come in and they're like, Santa, dead or alive, you're coming with us. Well, no. Uh, well, well, what happens is like, yeah, he just kind of like manhandles two elves and then like starts walking forward and like flips the table because oh, he's yeah. fucking torque. Yeah, yeah. And then an elf stands in front of him and like, like, you can't, you know, hurt Santa or whatever. Yeah. And just with his arms out. And then Torg just arms straight ahead, just like kind of forklifts him up so that this elf is just hanging on his front. Um, and then Santa Claus talks to Torg really briefly and like walks around him being like oh you're yeah. such a big toy and that for that reason <clears throat> Tor can never move again yes and the Martians are like oh you just turned him into a toy right that's what happened which like what you paid more attention it was a great movie 
than I than I did. I and I've seen it four times. Well, there you go. Um, they also use their freeze guns on the elves, which make them stand perfectly still, but not. They're trying real hard. They're though. trying so hard, and I think they also use it on Mrs. Claus, don't they? Yep. And then they're like, "All right, Santa, you're coming back to Mars. Mars needs Santa, and you're you're Santa, so you're gonna come make toys on Mars." And he's like. Okay. If there's one thing you can say about Santa in this movie is that he's pretty passive. Yeah, you can't tell if it's like he's incredibly optimistic or he's just like baked. I mean, he does have a pipe. Mm. All the time. I think it blew bubbles though. Oh yeah, it does blow bubbles. Yeah. Um but so he's he's kind of like, "All right, cool. I guess I'll go to Mars." And they show up on Mars and they're like, Santa, you're going to stay here on Mars. And well, then the shit happens on the spaceship with the airlock that we talked about earlier. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That the, shit. Then they make it to Mars. And I want to point out uh, Mars has like water on it in this version, which came out in like 1960 something, 64, I think is when this movie came out. Oh, yeah. Did they still think that there were there was water on Mars? In I think so. It was like that for a long time, wasn't it? 1964. 1964. Five years later, we landed on the moon. I feel like they should have known at that point. Nah. They didn't have... I guess they didn't have deep space satellites at that point. I don't remember. Probably not. Someone else look it up. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. I, I just... I found that weird. Because I remember, you know, like, you know, the canals of Mars and that kind of thing, right? And I, and I, I think of it as like early early like 20th century like late 18th century thinking right like yeah like john carter of mars you know he goes to mars and sails down the canals of mars and like whatever um but yeah they take they take santa back to mars yeah and he's like all but genial to be like yeah i can make toys bring bring a christmas he's like and i think he says something along the lines of like just as long as I get back to Earth for Christmas. And Kimar's like, oh, no. <laughs> and I, I actually wrote down the quote. Now you belong to Mars. And it has this dramatic, slow zoom in oh, on, yeah, on Santa Claus's face. Oh, yeah, there's a dramatic push in on Santa. And he goes, oh, no. <laughs> no, no, no. That's when he goes, ho, ho, ho. Is that when he does that? Yeah, yeah, Oh, yeah. shit. Okay. That's the dramatic, like, oh, shit. Oh, like, ho, ho, ho. Oh, Which is, if you see two things in this movie, or <laughs> three things, you have to see Santa do the dramatic ho, ho, ho. Because so that is fucking genius. Whoever thought of that, I like we're not worthy. Because that is so goddamn funny. <laughs> It, it's so fucking funny. funny. Yeah, <laughs> like that was that wasn't a, a craptacular moment. That was, no, that was a real good joke. <laughs> it's just, that's just yeah. That's that is a legitimately uh, hilarious joke that happens in this crap film that is amazing. <laughs> so they build oh, wow. because the Martians are all about uh, technology. Technology. They build a toy making machine. That just prints baseball bats and dolls and choo-choo trains and teddy bears. and It's got like a giant pre-programmed 3D printer. Yeah. 
It works real damn fast. And Santa's just pushing buttons, being like, oh, let's make dolls <clears throat> and, you know, hobby horses and all this kind of stuff. Yep. Um, but then, All Earth dolls, by the way. Like, they're all humans. Yeah. They're not Martian dolls. Yeah. So. Well, I guess Santa Claus was involved in the programming, and that's yeah. all he knows. Oh, maybe. Only children work in the uh, in the toy making machine room. Children and Droppo. And Droppo, but uh, Droppo gets kidnapped at one point, and they take him to a cave. Yeah, well, he dresses up as Santa Claus. <clears throat> oh right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And like all, like this has been going on, and meanwhile, yeah, Mars Cop has been like rallying dissenters. Right, right. And is like, we don't want joy and love. And at one point, he actually makes a makes a statement that like Mars used to be the planet of war. That's true. And I was like, oh, that's like <clears throat> someone actually interesting paid to say, attention because that's mythology that comes from Earth. But yeah, but like, but also, I was like, oh, that's but that, I mean, that they would have that be something that was the past of Mars. I would be o- I would be okay making the argument that like maybe. Martians had come to Earth at one point, and the ancient Greeks, you know, um, you know, they made contact with the ancient Greeks, and then that's when they were like, "Ah, oh, Mars is the war planet." And I don't know. I think it's safe to assume that that's what happened in this universe. If you have to justify it in your mind, <laughs> that that is the only logical. And I'm going to assume that it was Mars Cop who made contact, and they live forever. Uh, oh yeah, that's good too. Yeah, cool. I like yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. So he's like, "Fuck this shit." Yeah. We gotta kidnap Santa Claus, and then they find Droppo with like a pillow shoved into the front of the Santa Claus suit. Right. That yeah. Lady Momar made Santa, even though he's already wearing a Santa suit. Right, because well, you gotta have two. You can't just what's he gonna wear when he has to wash that Santa suit? Can't just have one. Can't just have one. So, well, first Droppo's like, man, I gotta get fat. So he just starts, like, shoving pills in his mouth. Right, because like, all, all the food is pills. Yeah, so he's just, like, handfuls of pills just shoving. He's like, oh, man, I got a lot. I got a long way to go. He's loving it. He's like, mm, yeah. butterscotch pudding, mm, chocolate cake. Yeah, and he's, he's just pounding them back. And then immediately looks at himself in the mirror. He's like, Shit, I'm still not fat enough. <laughs> and so then he grabs a pillow and shoves it in the overalls and like puts the coat on and a beard and everything. And then awkwardly tries to put the hat on top of his computer hat. Yeah. And then uh two of uh Mars Cops henchmen bust in. Let's call them Bomar and Klinger. And Klinger. <laughs> Oh right, because one guy looks, looks like he looks so much. It like looks Klinger. exactly like Klinger from yeah. Mash, yeah. Um, and they're like, "Come with us, Santa. You're going to the cave." And then they put him in a cave, and, and dro- have no idea that it's not they Santa. Have no idea this Droppo, even though he has a green face, a green face, and a giant helmet with a, a tube that like comes and sticks it like a good foot out of your head. Yeah, just a big fucking tube, and like an antenna coming up the top. Yeah. Oh boy. Anyways, it was, yeah, it was terrible. <laughs> so then, Mars Cop sabotages the toy machine like by switching a bunch of the plugs around so that like teddy bears are printing with doll heads on them and baseball bats have tennis rackets on the top of them. Yeah, it's still just a tennis racket. Basically, just a little less wieldy. Um. Yeah. 
so so that happens and they're like oh no and then Droppo escapes well this is happening yeah Droppo actually does something highly intelligent that we don't understand that we as an audience don't understand yeah which is interesting he he's in the cave with one of the henchmen and the henchman turns on uh the the atomic curtain right which i guess is some kind of force field that you know if he tries to go through he'll his atoms will scatter yeah. And there are like two light bulbs in the front of the machine. And Droppo, while the other dude's not looking, switches the light bulbs. Right. He unscrews them and switches them and screws them back in. And then like, he's like, whoa, whoa, and he starts to like run away. He's like, what are you doing? You'll die because of the curtain. And then he just runs away. And then he's like, what? And he looks at the machine and he's like, ah, and goes and switches the light bulbs back. So Drapo like reverse engineered a highly sophisticated piece of technology is how I like to look at it. Yeah. When when what he did was just switch light bulbs out of sockets. <laughs> yeah. Um and so while that's happening, Santa and the children ambush Mars Cop with bubbles. With bubbles, among other things. Mm-hmm. You have bubbles and then like Shoot, shooting like foam balls at foam him. Foam balls, probably paper airplane in there somewhere. Yes, um, paper airplanes happen, or it might have even just been like toy air- airplanes. Yeah. Um, and then eventually, probably just baseball bats. Yeah. Like they, like they start wrapping them up with something too. Probably stick gum in his hair. Yeah, but then like they are in actually just beating him with bats. Yeah. Like it's, it's not childish at that point. It's like they're beating the shit out of this guy. Yeah. <laughs> And then Kimar comes running in, and he's like, what's going on in here? And they're like, he wanted to ruin Christmas, but now we feel joy. We've beaten a man with (laughs) a bat. And that's what the season's all about. Well, I mean, maybe it plays into, like, the primordial Martian war culture, where it's like, we can only feel true joy through violence. Yeah. So really, Marscop won in the end. In a way. The only thing that he didn't win is that Santa was all like, you don't need me here. You have a perfectly good Santa right here. And it's Droppo. And it's Droppo in the Santa suit. And Mars Cop would have hated that entirely. Yeah, yeah. Because, uh, you know, Mars Cop's definitely an elitist. Oh, yeah. And and wouldn't like a, a simple man like Droppo taking on such an important role. Not at all. Or such a stupid role. Santa Claus. In his mind. In his mind, it's stupid. In his mind, yes. I'm not, yeah. Of course. Of course. So, they send the kids and Santa back to Earth. And the children of Mars... Have their own Santa. Have their own Santa. In Droppo. In Droppo. And Mars Cop, real mad, but he's... Uh, Goes to jail? Maybe, yeah, must go to jail. Maybe they're like, all right, we'll untie you, but don't do it again. He's like, oh, okay. I don't really... The The actual ending of the story is greatly overshadowed by the outro music <sighs> that we get. Oh, my God. Sorry. No um. Yes. It's, it's the intro and the outro music. Yes, that's right. But at the ending, there is a sing-along. And the credits end long before the song does. Yeah. And maybe I will just insert a clip here. 
so that's that's that song. It's um, amazing. S A N T A L A U S R A for Santa Claus, and that will never not be stuck in your head. Now, love it. We watched this movie on a Sunday, Wednesday, last week Wednesday, and it is this week Wednesday. <laughs> recording this, mm-hmm. watched it a week ago. I have been singing that song in my head like all week along with 50 cents in the club good mashup because it was in i mean not at the same time because that (laughs) song was in the trailer for happy death day to you and um yeah yeah so those two songs have been in my head that's gold yeah yeah um along with but that to be fair that song is never not in my head as it should be it's yeah i i feel like it's been stuck in my head for four maybe five years yeah just well that never goes away no it doesn't like i walk around just going like like just whistling it and then like someone one of my coworkers was like are you saying the, the Troy and Abed song? And I was like, yeah, it's always in my head. And then like an hour later he came back. He's like, it's been stuck in my head constantly since you were whistling that. Like what the hell is wrong with you? And I'm like, yeah, welcome to my hell. Yeah. It's, it's massively infectious. Yeah. But I, I kind of don't mind. Like I'll just like walk around and just be like, like just humming it. Yeah. It's pleasant. It's just a thing to do. So anyways, uh, Obviously, this movie is craptacular. Oh, hands down. One of the most craptacular films I've ever seen. It might be the most craptacular film that I know of. It, yeah, it, I, it, think, it, I it, think it, it, it is be. a craptacular film of the highest order. It's exactly what you want out of a movie that is to be considered so craptacular. You know, yeah, so, it's, so it's bad movies, that it's good. It's movies like this that like give this podcast purpose yeah it's like it it's it's so awful you can't help but enjoy it with your friends you just sit around you laugh at it never so hard. never with it no um because it doesn't know it, it doesn't true know. <laughs> technically um and and you can't wait to watch it again because you know what's coming and you're going to laugh even more at it this time because yeah. you're so excited to see it again. It's like, yeah, it's it's up there with like the Galaxy Invader. Yeah. And um, uh, what was that other really crappy one we watched? Slipstream. Slip, well, oh, Slipstream. <laughs> no, Future yeah. Hunters. Future Hunters, Future thank Hunters you. Future Hunters was amazing. Future Hunters is amazing. We should definitely watch Future Hunters for this podcast. Yeah. Or maybe well one one thing we talked about doing is like, uh, like a special. That's like not a specific movie review, but it's like us doing like. Like we each bring like five movies and kind of do like mini reviews, or the like ones that we already know are craptacular. movies we've already watched that we know are craptacular, and mm. we're like, you need to see these to under you know. If that's something you don't want to see. Right in. Um, okay. 
Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, there's a Rotten Tomatoes of this? There oh, is. Oh, boy. Oh, it's got to be in the 90s, right? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm going to guess... Eighteen, no, slightly better. Slightly better. Is slightly it twenty-five? Twenty-four. Twenty-four. Yeah. Okay. The audience score still is still terrible. Is twenty-seven, <laughs> which slightly more. Which tells me that people have no taste. Yep. Um. Yeah. Fucking watch this movie. It's make it make it a holiday tradition. Get yeah. get a bunch of your friends together and Start be like this year. Yeah. It's it's not too late. You can you can do it. Just get a bunch of friends together and be like, we need to watch this. And just experience it. Let it happen to you. Yes. You will probably not regret it. Probably not. I don't know you. But I do know this movie. I feel like if you've listened to all the episodes of this podcast, I feel like you're probably the kind of person who will enjoy this movie on a hilarious level. Yeah. If you've gotten this far. If this is your first episode, eh, maybe not. I but also, hi. But also, welcome here. Please stick around. Check out the back catalog. We'll be back in January with another movie. Catalog of different backs. <laughs> like a, men. Uh, a camel back. A broke back. Uh, quarterback. Quarterback. <laughs> nice. A nickel back. Oh, no. No, just one. The bassist. <laughs> I think the bassist is Chad Kroger's brother. Is it? I think so. Oh boy. Yeah. I didn't. Okay. Cool. Sucks to be that guy. Good for him, I guess. <laughs> yes. Anyways, um, did you see the the trailer for the Once Upon a Deadpool? No. Thing that they're doing where where Fred Savage is like you're like like the Nickelback of of marvel and then and then deadpool goes on this rant about like hey nickelback has sold like more than blah blah <laughs> records and continues to then like goes and then they and then they sing how you remind me oh my god he's like you're right i'm sorry i shouldn't have said that about nickelback and then there's like this awkward silence and fred savage is like couldn't cut it as a poor man's <laughs> tired of living like a blind man and then like Deadpool joins in. Oh my god! Sick aside without a sense. Of... And then they like yeah. I'll have to watch that. Yeah, it's good. It's good. Oh, also, uh, everyone watch Rage Against Vanessa Carlson. Carlton. 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 Watch Rage Against Vanessa Carlton. Now that actually has been stuck in my head all week. Oh, dude. I tried playing it at my work Christmas party. Um, yeah. People were not feeling it. Oh no. That's too bad. <laughs> um, but they're wrong. Yes, because it is legitimately my favorite, oh. my favorite song mashup in existence. It's, I it's love up it. There, man, it's up it's there for me. For me, <clears throat> it's it's almost as good. Like for me, I think there's two that beat it. Well, one for sure. Which is um oh shit well, uh, um it's getting hot in here by Nelly mm-hmm. it's getting hot in here oh yeah so take off all your clothes mashed up with 
the Bee Gees staying alive. Oh, I'll show you after. That sounds good. It's great. Um, and there's another really good one that mashes up uh, Bootylicious with uh, Superstition by Stevie Wonder. Oh. If you YouTube search Bootystition, <laughs> it comes up. Nice. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's tight. They're all good. So anyways, uh, should I do the end of the show? Yeah. Let's do the end of the show. If you liked this show... Thank you for listening. Appreciate it. You, uh, please, if you don't mind, give us a, a review on iTunes, preferably five stars. Um, even if you didn't like the show, give us a five star uh, rating and then write a comment about how terrible we are. Because um, <laughs> it's really just the five star rating that helps the algorithm, you know, helps the more five star ratings you get, the higher on the ranking it goes, the more people can find the show. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. So if you. I don't know, or like some sort of weird anarchist where you're like, I hated this, but I also want more people to hear it. Five star rating. I want more then, people to hate it. Yeah, I want more people to hate it. That's how we get them. Okay. All right. Yeah. So if you want other people to also hate this along with you, five star rating, write a comment about how shit it is. That'll really stick it to us. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck us. <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> Um, but if you genuinely liked it, also give us a five star rating and you can write a nice review where you can be like, this was funny. Mm. That's you. This is you. You sound like this. Mm. This one's funny. This Mm. one's funny. I'm I'm a a guy who would bother to rate and review a a podcast on iTunes. What am I doing? You're literally making fun (laughs) of people for doing the thing that you want them to do. Yeah. So anyways, do that. But also Uh, kind of making fun of me at the same time. No, I didn't mean you. I was I was talking to the listener, but I was looking at you. Oh yeah. Sometimes it's hard to tell because there's no one else here. Yes. So Hank. Hey Hank. Hey. Um. If you are listening to this and you don't know how you found it, let me tell you. You can find it on iTunes, Stitcher, uh, the podcast, any sort of podcatcher app, uh, Spotify. We're on a, we got a YouTube channel, Google Play, iHeartRadio. We're on all these things. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, uh, Gmail, Instagram, at RetroCrapPod. Hit us up on any of those if you got comments, questions, concerns. Uh, and that is it for us for this year. We're going to be back next year. Yeah. Talking about other stuff. I, I want to do more of this kind of movie. Yeah. Old, weird, nonsensical, you know, let's go back to the heart of what it... Sounds good, man. What it used to be, what what the original intention was before we got went all corporate and sold out. <laughs> sold out to... I don't know. To who? More movies like Chopping Mall and... Yes hopefully less movies like message from space but let's face it we're probably gonna get oh, at least those one. are gonna happen yeah, yeah but uh but then we'll know then we'll know exactly yep. exactly uh so yeah if you uh, recommend a movie to us by the way because i was yeah we love it when that happens yeah i don't we don't always want to do like we've kind of been doing like you know if uh like a, t- a movie that's like related you know to like something that else is coming into theaters so that we can like kind of piggyback on the fact that people are talking about that 
<laughs> a little bit sometimes, right? Give us a little bit of a boost. Like, for example, when the new Godzilla movie comes out next year, we're definitely watching the Matthew Broderick Godzilla. Right, it has been a long time. Oh, I fucking love it. Spoiler alert, I fucking love it. <laughs> and I don't care. <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, shoot us a recommendation on any of those uh, things I talked about earlier. Um, email, Twitter, whatever. Just let us know what you want us to watch if you think you uh, you got a movie that we uh, we should talk about. And you know what? Maybe we will. <laughs> Only one way to find out. Well, I can't guarantee it. We only do one episode a month, so I gotta, you know, yeah, 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 pick and choose. But if it's a real good recommendation, decent chance we'll do it. Might be like six months from now, but we might do it. So, yep. hold out hope, man. But also, if you don't want to hold out hope and you want to legitimately force us to watch and review a movie for you, boom! Totally forgot about it. So I keep you, you around. You can actually just make us do that. Yeah, with like a, money. a very small amount of money. It's like five bucks a month. Yeah, it's like yeah, it's like nothing, and then we have to watch a movie. It's like you could support a kid on World Vision, or you could make us watch a movie. It's a horrible comparison. Or you know what? To make. Both of them are cheap enough that you could probably do both. Yeah, yeah. Do both. Yeah, be a better person. It's the season of giving. If you sponsor this show before the end of this year, we will tell you to also go sponsor a <laughs> world vision child <laughs> i was wondering where that was going um yeah i don't know it's christmas maybe they got a two-for-one deal or something at world vision probably not i doubt it Anyways. i don't i don't think that's how sponsor a child works i wouldn't know i've never done it all right as a poor child <laughs> myself i wouldn't know <laughs> Oh, well, that's it for us this year. Yeah. 2019's been a real year. It's 2018. What did I say? 2019. It's coming up. It's coming up hard and fast. Both those adjectives. Uh, so until next time, uh, keep watching crap. <laughs>